always have an issue. What you finna do? What you finna do? What you what you finna do? What you finna do? Welcome back to the YBF podcast. It's your girl, Natasha. Today is super duper special. Not only are we doing something a little different, but we have a very special and fabulous guest. Like I can't even like, honestly, if she was my little sister, I would just like because I don't have a little sister. So I feel like it would be her. But anyway, first of all, we are recording from the fabulous Samsung 837 store. It is so great. The technology playground and cultural hub. It is so amazing. Downtown New York, beautiful three-story building, umpteen story screen. I mean, it's just a beautiful store. You all need to like check that out. If you haven't, get it in your life, hunty. So anyway. And shout out to Samsung because they gave us a lot of love too on Scream Queens. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So you already probably know the voice, but I want to introduce her properly. (laughs) (laughs) This young lady, we've been following her career. I mean, we've been here for almost 11 years and we've been following her career for almost 11 years. Y'all know only like people, only like certain people. I like everyone, but I really like certain people. And she's one of those people. She's the star of Scream Queens, especially this season. Girl! She has an EP that is amazing. We're going to talk about that because she done said some things we need to get to. She has a new book out. She has, I mean, she's going to be working on a clothing line from what I heard. I mean, it's her dream. It's her dream. It definitely is, yes. And, you know, we just chit chat about it a little bit. And, I mean, it's just so much. It's so much. I hate official bio, so whatever. Let's just get to it. Welcome, Kiki Palmer. Hey, girl. Hi. First of all, I'm so happy to be doing this with you. Like, you know, you, seriously, I mean, to go to the YBF and always see such positive things Aww. said. Not just about myself, but, you know, everybody, you know, it's. One of the only places I feel like I could really go to to see something like that. And so I really appreciate y'all and what y'all represent. And we're evolving, ma. I mean, we doing. We evolving. We doing some bad things. We're doing some great things, girl. (laughs) Like, what else can we say? (laughs) I mean, you've changed clothes five times already. Can you please tell me? But you're giving looks. Wait. wait, Okay, I mean, I have Yes, honey, you give it. I have new boots, I didn't so. want to be staring at you, but <laughs> I couldn't help but stare at you, girl. God bless no, you. No, I mean, but you, okay, so we posted you earlier today in like a super cute look, but what are you wearing now? Tell us. Right now I'm wearing Guess, and this is Wang, and then Louboutin's on the feet. Yes. Girl, it's you know amazing. I'm giving a I gag. It. I love it. She walked in looking very Hollywood. Thank you. Very Hollywood. Hollywood in New York. Yeah, she's ready. She said she was mad it was cold, though, but it's okay. She looks oh, good. So cold. Mm. I don't even understand how y'all deal with this. I, you know what? Every winter... I question why I'm here. Right. I question my life. I'm like, why am I why am I in New York City? I need to go back to New Orleans. And I'm actually ori- just like you, originally from Chicago. Oh my gosh, what high school did you go to? I didn't go to high school there. Oh, I left when I was high- nine and you left when you were ten. That's literally the about the day same, life. same time. We're right? twins. We're twins. We really live <laughs> You really life. could be my sister. But no, I went to Emmanuel Christian School and yes. from the south side of Chicago, real Chicago. Right, right. So I'm yeah. South yeah. Let's see. Chattown, Southside, Mudville. Mm-hmm. What's good? Suburbs, not Chicago. Yep. Uh huh. So I mean, it's. I do say I was born there. Why can't I deal with this cold? I don't. I don't yeah, know. I know. I hate when people say that. They act as if just because you were born into the cold, you yeah. should like the cold. You it's like, why would all. I? I mean, I'm still cold. I'm still a human being. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've been living in Hollywood forever. It feels like. Definitely. So okay. Tell me, give me a brief overview, because we're going to go into detail for everything. Give me a brief overview of what you're doing at this moment. I know you're here filming some things, too, but what are you doing in Hollywood and here? Well, currently, I mean, in New York, I'm just here working on music stuff, you know, meeting people that I didn't meet before, getting them hip to the EP, um, just, you know, and and also enjoying New York, getting ready. I'm going to be going to uh, Atlanta on the 16th. So this is like, I just just was in Toronto, came to New York, going to Atlanta, and again, just, you know, talking to my label and getting ready to start doing a tour with my album, with my EP. So I'm very excited about that. Doing a tour with an EP? Yes, honey. I'm about to hit the ground running, baby. This is not normal. Just so y'all know out there, that's not normal. People with actual albums do not get a tour. She has an EP, and she said, well, we're going on tour. We're going to do it, kids. We're going to do it, kids. I love that. I mean, are you working on an actual studio album? I am working on an album. So when I go to Atlanta, I'm going to be recording with Sean for the album. But we've already been working on the album. Like, the EP is... uh, it kind of came out of us working on the album. I okay. never planned on initially putting oh, out okay. an EP. I just was like, you know what? I need to do, I want to do this, you know, in the making of the album. I think I want to put something together to get them excited for the album and let them know what they're kind of going to be, you know, getting ready to hear. Okay. 
Okay, so the, on the EP, let me tell you my favorites. Hold on, I wrote them down so I didn't want to forget. I love Hands Free. Yes. I love Got Me Effed Up. Yes. yes. And Jealous is probably my favorite. Because you know what? It reminds me of like the 90s. It reminds me of my favorite songs when I was in high school. Thank is that you. kind of your inspiration? Because I've been noticing like look-wise, sound-wise, is 90s it for you? Absolutely. That's my favorite. And, and it's you weren't even born. I know, right? I was born in 93. <laughs> like literally, that's the year that Tia and Tamira was on, started being yeah. on the air. So I be feeling really weird about that. I'm like, what's going on with that? But the 90s just represents, I feel like, such, uh, uh, I mean, not to say t- today's period isn't creative, but when I think about the 90s, it was just such a movement time, you know, like FUBU, like for us, by us, the community, the kids, we was, it was just such a positive time, but everything was still fun and hip and vibing. It was just, I don't know, it just, one of my favorite time periods. And even though I was a kid during most of that, you know, late, you know, 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s, I still never forget the way that it made me feel. And once I started, you know, kind of figuring out what type of, uh, you know, what I wanted to get across in my music, what I was articulating as an artist, it ended up, you know, being similar to what that era represented. And and that's what came out. It wasn't like I sat down and said, I'm about to be on some 90s stuff. I always knew I loved 90s, but as I started to really become comfortable with myself, that's really a lot what started to come out. So tell me about this being comfortable with yourself, because here's yeah. the thing. I I mean, I've, of course, I've been following you since, I mean, before Keelan and the Bee, before all that, there has definitely been a change. Definitely. Yes. I mean, you're what, 20? Are you 22 yet? 23. You're 23 yep, already. 23. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, people are different from the time they're 10 to, to 23. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, about how you handle growth, not just you, but any child star to grown-up star. It hasn't been the easiest for you all the time, you know? How do you handle when people say, I mean, what is she doing and where is she going with this? You know, like, I mean, yes. you in your drawers in, yes. in one of these videos, yes. you got a daddy as a deacon, like, and you, your little Kiki, like, how are we, and people have, a, even our readers sometimes go in, other readers check them. Yeah, like, right, she's yeah. grown now, get yeah. with it. I, how do you deal with that? You have to let it sling out the ear because, I mean, it really is just going to be how it's going to be. It's not everybody's going to accept you. You know, even with Shia LaBeouf, he just did a little Ooh. rapping moment. And yeah. some people are like, you know what, I ain't mad at the fella. Other people are like, stay in your lane. So it's just that's the way that it goes. And, and, and it's weird for me in the entertainment field because when I think back in the day, when you think about like Sammy Davis Jr. or Judy Garland, you think about those people like as entertainers, they had to do it all. It wasn't about them just acting. Like it was about them having to act, sing, tap dance, and all those different kinds of things. And for me, it's like, as I've, you know, I did comedy as a kid. Mm-hmm. I did Medea's Family Reunion. I did True Jackson VP. But that was all in one specific range. Mm-hmm. And now, again, as you grow and you develop, you start to realize the other things you want to be involved with. And comedy is definitely one of them. And that's a, a, a thing that took a while for people to really know where I was coming from with that. And I'm like, y'all, I'm entertaining. It's not about me being, True. you know, I'm an entertainer. I'm meant to entertain you. It's not always, a, and, and I really don't often show my personal life. I don't know if people ever realize that, but you never know who I'm dating. Never. You never know any of We're those gonna kind find of out. Oh, but you know what I mean? So it's like, I I just have to, I just let, I just have to, not I have to accept, but I think I have learned to accept that people are going to take a second to get into what it is you're doing. And even if they never do, that don't mean you stop doing it. Oh, speak on that word. Speak on it. Well, that brings me to something because, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier. You know, this business is hard. And Mm -hmm. I think for any woman in any business, when you are a boss B, you are a boss B. And that's a B meaning people are going to call you every name in the book because you know what you want. And because you might have to repeat yourself and you get mad that you got to repeat yourself. (sighs) People don't always uh, people don't always think, you know, you probably went through this with your evolving you know, evolving your image, but mm-hmm. people don't always think you know what's best. It's Girl. age, it's age and it's sex. It is. It's, it's gender sexism. and it's... Now see, the age thing I always felt, the African American mm-hmm. thing I always felt, but sexism, oh. that came with womanhood. I yes, could not ma'am. believe it. I could not believe it. I think that sexism is more, and I tell this to my friends and they never understood me. Before it. Hillary ran for president, any of that, I said she's not going to get elected. Let me tell y'all why. Sexism is more prevalent than racism. Oh my gosh. It is horrific. Yeah. So how do you deal with like, but because you I know play we the game. struggle. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I play the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I hear what you're saying, and I'm gonna still do what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna but still doesn't that do get frustrating that you have to keep repeating yourself? And, and <laughs> it does. You're how many years into the game, and you still gotta convince. It's really people. irritating. But this is the thing: you gotta keep. My mom always told me, keep your eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody knock you off what it is you're trying to do. And we honestly do have to swallow our pride. Women have to do it. I feel like more than men do, and that's really how it is. Yeah. I mean, in this industry, when we're doing our thing, it, it would be easy to go up to that man and just cuss him out. But at the end of the day. 
I need to get this thing passed so I can make sure these people know that. And that's what's got to be my focus. My focus has always been my career when, you know, I would always allow my pride a feeling though, that, you know, whether it was ageism or sexism in the mm. music industry, it used to always bother me. When it came to acting, for whatever reason, I never, those kinds of things didn't bother me. I was able to really okay. roll them off the shoulder easily. I don't know why. But with music, it was always very difficult. And I would let all the things that people said pierce my heart. And mm. then I realized at a certain point, you know, matured, maturation came. And I was like, you know what? No more. I don't have to, I can, I can listen to what they're saying and not listen. I don't have to just hmm. accept it. You know what I mean? And once I realized that, I, it was no more going off on people. It was no more having a bad attitude with somebody. It was no more giving the cold shoulder. It was no more shutting down when I went into the business meetings. It was, you know what? I'm listening to you. I'm loving everything you're saying. But last time I checked, I had 4.4 million followers. And I Ooh. don't need you to let me release my video. Yes. So it's really about getting that clout on your own and owning your platform so that you can stand up and say it's you mine. It. I don't. I don't need y'all. Thank you, though. Thank you for your input. Hashtag YBF. Thank you, good night. <laughs> Thank you, good night. Well, that is, I think that especially teen girls need to know these things because if I would have known as a teen what I would be facing right now, <sighs> I probably would have never went into this business. But Girl, stop! I would have been like, nope, never mind. I'm good. I mean, it's hard. And I think that no matter what business you're in, if you're the director at your job, I, I don't care what you're doing. If you're the leader on your clerical team, child, anything. And let's talk about negative and positive. Yeah. And I don't mean, I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to shout out any names, but mm -hmm. even with your, I don't want to say competitors, but with other digital things, uh -huh. it's uh -huh. like negativity sells often yep. way more than positivity. That is a huge one that I've come across. And it's like the moment that you're on some positive stuff, you corny and yep. everything that's, uh, you know, fighting, cussing each other out. That's the cool stuff. People, you know, having sieges and stuff. That's what we want to see now. And it's like, hmm. you know, it, it, that to so me So you had to battle your own team to say, I'm not going down that route to get attention. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and it has, and this is the thing. It isn't usually the teams as much as it is society. Yeah. Society sends the message that it's not crazy enough. It's not wild enough. But this is the thing. What are you doing? Are you running a race or are you doing a marathon? Hmm. That's what it's about. And, and, and is it about the attention for you or is it about the message? Because mm -hmm. if it's about the attention, then go ahead and do the craziest, most controversial stuff you can think of. But if it's about really being based in your truth and your project, then you're just going to be steady. You're going to be um, steadfast in that. Hmm. So you're the Snapchat queen. Girl, I'm already thank, saying that. Thank you, girl. And you do a lot of uplifting. I mean, I watch it when I'm like feeling yes. down and feeling like, oh, child, this world is not for me today. And I'm like, well, Kiki's going through it. Kiki's getting through it. And she has some words so I can get through it. Yes. So who uplifts Kiki? My mom. My mom Aww. uplifts me. Miss Sharon. Yes, Miss Sharon. Mm. She uplifts me a lot, <laughs> you know. And the thing is, is like, I mean, we all get down. That's what I had to realize is that coming into, what is it, my 21st year, I was like, damn, so... The gag is, I'm going to be sad sometimes. I'm going to be depressed, and I'm going to have anxiety. Whoa, <laughs> this is what life really is. And it's just about not expecting yourself to be happy all the time. I think that was a big pressure for me, especially growing up as a child actor, mm -hmm. child entertainer. It was mm -hmm. like everybody wants you to be happy all the time, and they don't want you to be that bratty child actor. Mm -hmm. And it really made me the kind of person that was just people-pleasing because I never wanted people to feel uncomfortable with my dispositions, even though they were natural ones. Okay. And so I had to just, you know, I grew out of that because I realized, like you just said, there's always going to be ups and downs. There's always going to be trials and tribulations. And then I realized that it made me feel a lot better to discuss them with other people, too. And that's when Snapchat really became, you know, my thing because it was like, wow. You know, that's when Twitter became my thing, too. All It started from Twitter, then to just Kiki. An automatic, and then, an automatic way to get that out. To yes. your to your to your fans, oh my I get gosh, it. Girl, yes. I get it. So, in your book, is this? Tell me, like, is that what the re, like how this came? What this was born out of? One hundred percent. I don't belong to you. Quiet the noise and find your voice. Is that the premise? That is the premise. It's literally that. You know, I mean, in my life, told in parables. You know, speaking to what the lessons I learned and how I grew from them, and just you know, this is this is how you know. I feel like uh, so many young people, because of social media, because of this whole celebrity craze, they idolize. Um, and I don't, I don't agree with idolism. So it's like, I don't, I feel like with my book, it was a big point. And just with my brand in general, it's a big point for me to make to my peers and to my supporters that you are just like me. You are mm -hmm. meant to walk, you know, not exactly in my shoes, but mm -hmm. you're meant to walk right beside me in my shoes. Okay. You know what I mean? It's not a situation where you can't do what I've done or more. And this is why I want to tell you how. 
I want to tell you it was all about here, and it was all about here. It wasn't about the surroundings. It wasn't about the color of my skin. It wasn't about how tall or how skinny I was. Mm -hmm. It was about my mental ability to quiet the noise and to find my voice. Hmm. So, one, I think Kanye West needs to read your book. Stop! Yeah, I said it. Did you see what he said earlier? I said it. Did you see what he said earlier? On Twitter, I saw it. I... (laughs) You know, I, I go back buying, and forth. I'm not. I don't buy a it. damn thing he sells. I will say that. Um, but you tell. Okay, so this is a good perspective. You're in the industry, and we're talking about mental yes. everything. Yes, yes, yes. Tell me your first thought when you heard about the nervous breakdown, and ap- apply it to in general this business and mm-hmm. your experiences. Do you do you buy it, and do you feel like? I mean, I don't think that it's 100 percent false. I don't. I, I think, think I'm gonna say I think it's two things. One thing I thought well. He could really be going through some stuff because, mm-hmm. I mean, come on now. First of all, he's extremely talented. Extremely talented people are crazy. always crazy. <laughs> I'm, ex- look, look, I'm crazy, but I don't know if you know if you. I don't know if you think I'm extremely talented, but I'm gonna just right. try to take that because right. I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like you know, automatically off top, I'm like I'm giving him a break on that because creative people it. are are just quirky like that. But then at the same time, I was like, I heard you're gonna get. Something if the shows don't happen, and so it <laughs> right, you're cleared from the from the ins- right, the insurance right. and the lawsuits. And so when you hear I that can't. type, of, when you hear some type of catch like that, sometimes you are like, "Are you going Chicago yeah. on me, Kanye?" Okay, so what'd you feel about him meeting with Trump today? I mean, like, I felt half and half. I felt like he ain't no half been, and half. I felt like he either could have been genuinely like on that, or he could have been like, "Yo, let me perform at the inauguration and give him." That's a exactly what I think it is, <laughs> and I don't think that it's half and half anything. He talked about he wanted to. You know, oh, I want to talk about the violence in Chicago. Did you go talk to our black presidents that, that's from Chicago about this? Did, did, I, don't, I don't remember a meeting. I don't remember a meeting at the White House or anywhere. Now, that is facts. With our president from Chicago. Down, now, you're laying down facts with that. And maybe he asked. You know, I don't know. Maybe he's bitter that he never got to me. I don't know. But Well, he'll probably say, I got on the song with Chief Keith. <sighs> I'm sorry. That was a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I do wonder, you like, what Kanye, people. Kanye is an is a interesting subject. To discuss. So what do people in the industry say? Do y'all feel like, oh, he's just interesting? Or do y'all like really no, I have? I think everybody has the same consensus okay. about, about Kanye because he likes, but this is the thing about Kanye. You don't know if he's doing it all for a gag. I know. Or if it's truthful. Like you don't know if he's pretending to do this because he knows it's going to make us all. You don't know right. what level of entertainment he's going from. Right. Michael Jackson was an entertainer on that scale too. Right. With the whole, with, you know, he had his pets and he had Neverland and he really gave you a full, you know, he gave you kind of that whole theatrical thing. Nicki Minaj does that as well. Right. She give you the three theatrics and it's like ah but it's like really it was just a joke right you know so what's you, real what's, you know what's not exactly so yeah. with Kanye I feel like that is how I feel it's like I mean if you and Donald Trump could be in on some shit all together for all we know I feel like there's so much entertainment that goes on and it's so well thought out and it's so organized that I don't think people really often think about that so even when I see stuff that I'm like oh my gosh I'm like let me call so and so that manage him to make sure that this is <laughs> that this is real and before not a gag. I say yeah, something. <laughs> exactly, because it's happened before. Like, I've, oh my gosh, I've seen that my friends have been beefing before, and I've been yeah. like, "Yo, why are you and so and so?" We just did that because I just traded over the. Good night. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, it happens. You know, it happens. Ugh. Well, speaking of that, who's like the who's the most random celeb in your phone that we would be shocked that you have their contact of, their contact info? <laughs> I know there's somebody. Oh I my know. gosh, there's. There's so many ways. Okay, give me two. Give me let the top. Me, okay, give let me, me, top let me two. go to my contacts. Really quick. Because I'm like, I'm sure there's some, not to say there's some weirdos, but I'm sure there's some randoms. I mean, is Beyonce up in there? I mean, since we're flipping, we flipping through the phone. Beyonce's not in there, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Not B. Mm. Let me see who. Jay? Jay's not in there. Blue Ivy. But I feel like anybody, I feel like it maybe would be normal. Like, it, it, it's normal for me to, I feel like. No, it's I don't think not normal. Would, to, who is it? I don't know if anybody would, you would think would be shocking. No, I'm positive we would think it was shocking. I'm speaking on behalf of my readers. Is that your banks? You're friends with her. Yeah, we're cool. Huh. No, that is actually shocking. That's shocking. I didn't That's know shocking. she was friends with anyone. You know what? I'm going to close my eyes. No, I look, I, we cut for shut. Azalea. We're the only ones that be cutting for Azalea half the time. I love her. I know. I love you can Azalea. ask any of my friends and two I of them are Azalea's in this room, quirky, I think. Azalea's quirky, too. Yes. I made her. them listen to it on my birthday vacation in Mexico. Um, I'm not too shocked with, about I, that. You're not too shocked. That's I'm not like, too shocked. I don't shocked. know if you would be that shocked about some people, like. Let me see. Let me see. I'm trying to pick I think the most that's random. I'm trying to pick the most random one. Damn. 
Okay, give me one more. I got to know. See, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, Chris Brown is normal. I, I don't like. think that's normal, but that's good to know. Are y'all working on something together? We are. Oh. Wiz, Cam's in here. Nick Cannon. Oh, so you call him Cam. Mm-hmm. Ah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. You called him. You called him by his I'm government. So slain. just saying. Anywho, well, let's move on. I have a quick little game for you. I adore you. <laughs> I'm a quick little game, and I might find out something else. Let's see. So this is called Fast Fab Five, okay. and I do this with everyone, but I like kind of tailor it, you know. Okay. And you can, because I like you, you can skip one, one, but you're, okay. you're gonna get another one. Okay. But you can skip up to one. Okay. Okay. So you ready? Yep. First thing that comes to mind when I say these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. The dream brand you want to be a spokesperson for. Damn. Duh. Aw. The last celeb to slide in your DMs. Lil Duvall. Not on no <laughs> weird stuff, by the way. <laughs> Whose DM would you slide into if I paid you $20? <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, Jimmy Butler. Who? The basketball player? Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. He's fine. Who's he play for the Bulls? He plays for the Bulls, girl. So you go you going home for Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. See if you going home so for the holidays. Okay, the most amazing vacay you've ever been on. Uh, I went on a trip. My only vacation I've ever went on is a trip to Jamaica. I went with my homegirls. Uh, we went to Half Moon Bay Resort. It was fun. We saw that on Instagram. Yeah, Loved it. Uh, the holiday movie you must see every single year. Diva's Christmas Carol with Vanessa uh, yes, Williams. Yes, just I watched it the other day. I love her. Mm-hmm. Oh my, let's hear those sleigh bells ringing and a ring ding ding a too. Yes. She can sing her butt off. Love <sighs> it. Okay, you, you answered them all. I was actually oh shocked. I thought you were going to skip the DMs. Love it. What? No, you know I was never going to do that. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about, we talked about the EP. Yes. We talked about the book. Yeah. Acting. First of all, Scream, Scream Queens, I feel like you were the only star this shit. Did something change? Am <laughs> Girl, I the only I'm one that thinks to, this? I'm not about to deal with you on this shade, but no shade. I mean, did you, I felt like the whole season was about Kiki, and it was like, well, where's the rest of the cast? <laughs> you know what? I don't even know. I'm I'm clearly not the only person that said this because you are cracking up. You know, I will say that, you know, they say I'm going to focus on you this year. They don't say anything like that. They literally don't. Even in the beginning, when I first, you know, did the first season, they didn't even give us the script until the day of. And the way that they write, you know, I think it's like the way that they write is according to what's happening and they don't write the episodes ahead of time they write them during it and that's oh, why we was able to put all that gag okay. stuff in there because they don't write ahead of time and that's why because they want things to be able to stay current because okay they okay. want to keep the show for the millennials so it's like they do things according to how they're happening huh i i, I was just shocked i was like where where are the people from i mean they were like the main characters first season where are they Okay, anyway, so you're working on... Wait, is Scream Queens done? Scream Queens is done for the second season. Hopefully no, we'll like done the, airing. Um, No, we have like... what? First of all, it's today, Tuesday? Yeah. Comes on tonight. It's sure probably does. On so my DVR. In the next, yeah, coming on the next hour. And then we uh, have probably, what, I think maybe three or four episodes left. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the end all of right. the season, though. So have y'all already booked for next season? Like, is everything picked no, up? No, we or? wouldn't know. Until, Mom, you, when do you usually know? Like, how many months? Like if we were gonna get picked up, we would know. We know. Yeah, it takes a while. I feel like they need to go ahead and renew y'all. Okay. I mean, what is what are we doing? Because y'all filmed in New Orleans this year again, didn't y'all? No, we didn't, girl. It looked like it. We filmed in L.A. this time. Oh, the first time y'all were. But they tried to fake that swamp. That's why. Baby girl said the swamp looks legitimate. They're in New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, oh, they're back in New Orleans. (laughs) I'm so silly. Um, so you're you're here. I saw that you were filming something called Pimp. Now was yes. that is that like ongoing or did you just do a scene or that was only for I did it for I think it was two months I did it for it was either a full just a month or a month and a half. Is it a movie or it's a, series? a movie? It's a full length movie. Oh, okay. Um, and it comes out 2017. Right now we're just getting getting it into some festivals. Fingers crossed that we get it into cans. But um, it's a total different type of thing anybody's ever seen me do. Please before. tell me about it because I saw DMX sitting on a stoop and I was like, wait a minute. Girl, Yes, so the movie is pretty much uh, a lesbian love story with the background of the pimp industry. 
Wow. So it's about a young girl named Wednesday who grew up with her mom as a prostitute and her dad as a pimp. And what happens is her father passes away very early, and she just tries to fill his his, his shoes. And the movie is just about seeing that person that we people are so quickly to judge. People are really so quickly to Even when I, I talk to my homeboys about people like Young M.A., it's like they don't get it. I don't understand that mentality. You know, they want a woman to be a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, despite who she decides to sleep with. They just expect it to look and to be a certain thing. And so what I love so much about this movie is we don't usually get to see this character as the lead person. You know, even when we think about Set It Off, you know, Queen Latifah was a lead character, but, you know, her character was a supporting character. Mm -hmm. We just, you only get to see that one side of it. She butch and that's Mm -hmm. it. You know, they don't really ever dive into the story of these people and actually show who Mm -hmm. they are. And so that's what this movie is. It's like, I I feel like it's a character that really deserves to be, uh, you know, seen. Hmm. Um, when is that expected out? Because that sounds very interesting. It comes out in 2017, but we don't have a specific, we don't have like a, you know, set st- set date for it. Okay. Are you going to be at Sundance? Well, we'll see. I mean, you should go anyway because you're fabulous. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so I have a friend that wanted me to play a little game with you called Smash, Mary Kill. Oh! I think this is going to get a little messy, but I like I'm it. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, so we're going to do this with guys. Yes. And let's, um, let's see what you say. Okay. I'm not going to say Jimmy Butler because we already know where this is going. So, wait, before, first of all, when you go home for the holidays, are you going home? Because last time we talked, it was at Cinderella. Like, no, we talked after that. But I remember one time, it was right after Cinderella, and it was right before the holidays. You were like, oh, I can't go home because I have to work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, damn, she has to, like, be by herself. Or, well, not by yourself, but, you know, not at home for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Do you get to go home this year? Uh, I do. To Chicago? No, not Chicago. Mm. Unless my family wants to go. Mm. She got to see Jimmy, mama. She got to go to the <laughs> Not game. Not the way you said that, mama. Got to see Jimmy, mama. I mean, she got to go to the <laughs> game. I'm about to play with you. <laughs> okay, so what do y'all do for the holidays? I just want to know real quick. Pretty much we What's just... What's the tradition? So what it is, eggnog always. Mm-hmm. Definitely spiked all, or not spiked? Not, well, spiked for my dad. None of the rest of us spiked. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Spiked for the deacon? Yeah. Girl, always <laughs> spiked for the deacon. Now that's the gag. Oh. Okay. He knows how to throw him back, honey. <laughs> So my dad definitely wants his probably a little bit spiked, but we always, you know, drink eggnog, cookies, and family time. We, my dad, literally makes us, he forces us to watch "It's a Wonderful Life" every year. My that's mom does favorite, the same thing. That's his favorite movie. I cannot stand this movie. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it's so long. It's like, it's are so you long. serious, I, bro? To this day, I don't know what happens. I don't understand. I tune out after minute fifteen. It's I don't too know much, but he literally <sighs> forces us each and every year. I try to get us to watch Diva's Christmas Carol. I thought that was a great film. <laughs> But, you know. <laughs> and we also watch uh, The Wiz. They played every Christmas oh, Eve. Oh, The Wiz. It's random, I know. Yes. Anywho, smash, marry, kill. Here we go. All right. Here are the three names. Okay. Zane. Okay. Do, do we need a refresher? I remember Zane. Zane Malik. Yes. Okay. ASAP Rocky. Okay. Idris Elba. Smash, marry, kill. <clears throat> Zayn is dating Gigi Hadid. He is fine. I didn't really okay. know who he was, but he's fine. So it's ASAP, it's mm-hmm. Idris, and Zayn Malik. And it's Zayn Malik. I kill Zayn. Dang. Um, and <laughs> as far as. <laughs> Child. As far as. <laughs> I like the chocolate. Um, as far as ASAP and. Idris. Ooh, this is a hard one. It is difficult, right? Oh my gosh, it is so hard. Okay, you know what? The reason why I say that I would just smash Idris is because, no, I don't. Too old for you to marry? Not even too old for me to marry. I just feel like he, he acts seemed like he could maybe be, I mean, he's just so fine to me. I feel like he, yes. he wouldn't be married, mm. marryable. He is married, though, allegedly. He is married? Allegedly. <laughs> to his makeup well, this, artist. Okay. Baby no, mama. Idris. Baby mama. Um, okay, well, then I would definitely marry ASAP. What's up? Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so You know let's... why he's so creative and so really? interesting? I like his style. He's very interesting. That's yes. a good word. Okay, so let's do this. Let's flip this. Let's do this with ladies. Okay, honey. Smash, marry, kill. Yes, honey. Okay. Hmm. Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna. Okay. Kalani. And Bella Hadid. Bella Hadid. Bella get, would get killed. <laughs> and then. She is savage. You know what? 
Only reason why I wouldn't marry Rihanna is because she wouldn't. She would be married to me and live in another house probably. So you saying Rihanna not faithful? I'm saying she probably would be bored real she quick. Not she not like I feel like it's like would we'll probably be really hard to keep her attention. Okay. So I would just, you know smash Riri. Okay. And I would marry Kaylani. Oh, she's so sweet. She yeah. is. She does seem yes, like a sweet she's, girl. Now that's, she's marriage material. <laughs> Okay, Kalani's marriage material. Um, uh, you, you with this collar. I wish they could see you with this neck. I mean, I just I be thinking. So okay, so you caught some slack one time about one def- time. I know, I know. Well, this time about because we were just talking about you know certain little pop girls in the industry and yeah, things like that. Me. You caught some flack for defending Kylie Jenner one time. Oh my gosh! So yes, yeah, so just re- every and it's so interesting because. A lot of people was trying to say that I defended her, and then a lot of people were saying that I threw her shade. In actuality, I wasn't even thinking about either of those. I was just thinking about the fact that you have a situation where no one has ever discussed the fact that the whole world clowned this young woman. Did they, though? They did clown her. They clowned her and her sister. They clowned her and Chloe. And my thing is, the message that it then sends is that change yourself and it works. Hmm. That's the whole thing for me is that I don't feel like we ever are really thinking about in terms of that situation. And I don't really mean to highlight them, but they're just the perfect example of that. Right. Which is that if you try to live your life by the world's standards of beauty, you'll win. And I don't know if, I don't know, it's like I don't know if that's fair. It's almost the same adverse adverse effect it had with uh, 16 and pregnant, right? Okay. And like the teen mom stuff. And everybody was trying to get pregnant because they wanted to be on the show. The girls, when the girls had become on every cover of every magazine, and so a lot of, a lot of, I guess you could say, you know, if somebody wasn't maybe getting talked to at home, their idea was, well, hell, if I get pregnant, I'm going to get all the attention I never received. I might be on 16 and pregnant. I might get on the cover of a magazine. My life might be changed because of okay. this. And I feel like it's the same effect with the Jenner slash Kardashian family, which mm. is whatever, if you change yourself, before nobody was talking about Kylie, no, no, no shade. But why is that a problem? Why do we need to talk about her? See, this is because, why I want to talk to you. What I'm saying is because she did everything the world, the society told you to do: get bigger lips, get bigger. But tell booty, me from a twenty because and she's worked. She's how old? she's eighteen and, now. And now the message that it sends is that it works, and that's the part that's like. But but here's the bigger gag: is does it work because of that, or does it work because of press? Does both. it work? Be, but see, that's Definitely the in, that. But see, that's the side that the kids that are watching her mm-hmm. don't see. The girls right. that are saying, "Damn, you know," either they're thinking how she changed overnight, or they're thinking, "Yo, I want to have the money to be able to change overnight like she did." But they're not cueing in the fact that yo, get you a publicist, get you about five, right. and you'll be on Daily Mail every week and BuzzFeed too. Right. Right. Just pay that five grand or six grand a but month. But see, this is what I want to know from the from the eighteen <laughs> to to twenty five year old generation. Why do you have to be known? Why does it have to be this way? She doesn't do anything. And that, but that's the so, and that's just the social media factor that really makes people really want attention, girl. And it really is unfortunate. But but people really feel and that 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 is what's going to make them happy because they think they're happy. A lot of people really do follow what they see online. Like oh, yeah. yo, so and so is famous as hell. I know they're happy, but the reality is you don't live with them every day yeah you don't know what it what they had to go through and, and the, the deals they made to be how you think they are mm-hmm. and that's the mess that's that's what i wanted to point out was this is the message that is is this the message we're trying to send and do we know that this is what we're sending because people say all day every day i don't care about the jenners or i don't care about Kar- the kardashians and them but clicking them yeah, and I guess I just, I think I know some people were a little annoyed because they're like, Kiki, of all people, she's been doing her thing. Like, she because deserves they took it the wrong, press. And they took it the wrong way. It's like, but no, it's like, we, the, we, you deserve the press. So it's like, why would you even throw a bone to somebody who's not on your, like, because I wasn't throwing, the same. Because, because I wasn't throwing a bone. That's my, and that was my whole problem yeah. is that people read and perceive things the way that they want to perceive them. Because mm. what I was honestly saying was, we can't live by beauty standards. And when we try to live by beauty standards, that's what we become. We become people seeking for attention. So mm-hmm. why would I, I mean, it, 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 people to me so weirdly how they interpret things. Mm-hmm. So many people come through and saying, why wouldn't you do or use a black woman for this? Why would I want to use, I mean like, <laughs> what do you, do you know what, I, what, what's the point that I'm making though? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't know the point that I was making. Mm-hmm. They just said, oh my gosh, again, somebody talking about the gender. But what are they saying? 
Mm-hmm. Read it. Stop just looking and clicking the shit. Yeah. Read what I'm saying and get the message of what I'm saying, and then maybe you won't be so goddamn confused. Because yeah. that is what really pisses me off. People just clicking and looking and oh, the clickbait, and yang, the, the headlines. But, yeah. But see, I tried to get you, but you still didn't read. Yeah. I tried to hit you with the clickbait, and yeah. you still didn't read it. You still didn't get the message that I was trying to mm-hmm. highlight. So you're trying to highlight the fact that this, because to me, I also saw it as a trickle-down situation. This could also show why kids that aren't famous do what they do. Yes, that mm-hmm. is why. That is yeah. why. Because they, the message that is being sent, and, and like I say, I, I don't, I'm, it's no disrespect, but this family is the biggest example of this, which yes. is, Ugh. which is, I'll do anything, anything that they want me to do to get the attention. And, I mean, if that's what you want to do, cool. But... I need people to understand that that's what we are watching and agreeing to. Mm. When people are saying, yeah, I love this, I'm in, buying into them, what you're buying into is that, yo, I, I'll do anything to make myself appear as the beauty standard. And that's if, if that's what you want to do, that's fine, but I just think we need to be aware of that. We send a lot of different mm. conflicting messages. Because when's the last time we've seen a girl being praised for being natural? That's true. That's Nobody deep. wants to praise anyone for being mm-hmm. natural anymore, That's though. Deep. But the last time I checked, Ali is one of the most beautiful people we ever have seen in the world. Mm-hmm. And she was completely not. She didn't have no big titty, didn't have mm-hmm. no big booty, nothing. Yeah. So for me, it's just like I, I'm, I was really trying to say, like, look, y'all, it's no disrespect. I don't mean no shade. But yeah. the reality is what we're saying is the faker you are, the better you are. Yeah. Culturally, that's what we, we're saying we want. We want the faker, the better. Hmm. Interesting. So what is it that, um, because I want to ask this earlier when it came to your book, what is it that a 21 to 23 to 25 year old, what gets them going? What does that age, like what Mm -hmm. should we care about? I'm 34, but I still feel like I kind of get it, but not really. You know, it's like I feel kind of disconnected. What is, what is it that this age range and that demo, what is it that they want to tell the world? I feel like you're the great spokesperson for that. I think yeah. that definitely the generation probably feels to a certain degree very misunderstood. Oh, okay. Um, and then, you know, I think we are aware that we are trying to figure it out. And I think we feel as if we deserve a little bit more slack to understand what's happening around us because so many different things have changed. And so you have a situation where people that aren't a part of your generation are telling you how to handle something that your generation is the only generation to ever experience. No other generation knows what it's like mm. to have internet and social media. So why are you judging me and not, and you don't even have a clue what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. It's like, sit the hell back and let me try to figure it out. So then I can explain it to you. So I think that's number one, what a lot is going on is just the difference of, the world and the time period and all the things that are accessible to us and feeling like we're not able to really communicate that to the other generation because they weren't there for that. They didn't have that. They didn't experience that. So it, it that, that leaves a little bit of a gap. So we want to be able to take some time to be able to understand ourselves and to get an opportunity to be understood. And then the other one on top of that is we want to be supported. Young people aren't being that supported, I feel like. You know, you don't really see a lot of people going out there and helping young people with their digital campaigns and their YouTube pages, and they're they're not investing into the future. And so we don't invest into the future. The future gets mad. I mean, that's just what happens. That's true. We get pissed and we get irritated because nobody cares about what we have to say. Y'all, It's like y'all kicking us to the curb and telling us we're done, but you're not informing us. I didn't even know that Congress helped change laws until just last year. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, y'all get mad at the generation, but ain't nobody out there, like, ain't nobody out there talking to the kids. We're talking to each other. So that brings me to my next question. You said back in April, you were visiting Paul Quinn College, Mm -hmm. and uh, they were talking about college, and you were talking about college. Mm -hmm. And you said, um, you know, I believe there's a lot of education outside of the school system, but... Um, I think to start college and finish college is a huge achievement, an achievement I always wish to do. Yeah. So do you like really think about that? Like that was back in April. Do you have you really thought about it? Like oh, is that, all the time. So you really want to go back to college? Because I feel like that could be a perfect place to do exactly what you're talking about. Well, I actually had an idea for a show. Like, what is it? Oh my I God. literally had an idea for a show. I mean, hopefully no one steals it after this point. But my idea was to do a reality show about child actors that go back to college. Oh. Literally getting like, you know, maybe three to four you know, and, and putting them all in school again and seeing how they react in that dynamic. And I think a lot of people would be surprised to see how socially inept mm-hmm. you are when you come from that world. Yeah. I could see you at college. What college would you go to? I would probably go to NYU. Mm-hmm. I used to want to go to Howard, but... 
people would be trailing you every single day. I mean, Nick Cannon goes. No, to I went to I went to Howard, and it was just a, such. A, you know, it was a bad experience for me. <gasps> no. What do you mean you went there? You mean like to visit? Yes, I went to visit, but I was I was <laughs> it was when I was much younger. It was when I was much younger, and it was just such. You know, I went. This is my thing. My, the person I went with was an AKA, right? And she oh, took me into well. one of the AKA private meetings, oh. and some of the what? girls was mean to me. Like she took, but 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 it's like she was like, they're just mad because you're here and it's a private AKA thing. And I was just like, why they throwing me so much shade? I've Wait been a minute! So I am shocked at that. This and it was a really, great. it was an interesting dynamic because she like called her. She was like, "This is your big sister, <laughs> senior of 05, Ebony, real original, jet black beauty, Howard Miss USA of nineteen circa six. <laughs> and what you just did was out of line. And I couldn't believe. I was like, I was like, this is dramatic. I was like, that girl doesn't care. She put the phone on speaker. The girl was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sister five, alpha in the Maggie. She, I was like, dang, like the chain of command. I was blown away. I'm like, you don't even know that well. You don't even know this girl. But you knew that she went to the school in 1995. I cannot and it's stop 2008. Laughing. And this girl was damn near balling on the phone. Oh, my it was gosh. A, I was just scared from that one situation. but <laughs> So I was going to ask, would you ever pledge? But I know the answer now. Right, 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 <laughs> right. That's enough. Shout out to my dad. He's an alpha. But there are a couple of schools. I mean, like Spelman is dope. Mm-hmm. Clark, Atlanta. I want to move to Atlanta. Clark would be dope. Uh-huh. Um, but my number one in my mind would be NYU just because I, I love New York. Um, and I heard the school is very, like, free. Bingo. Yeah. I like it's not like so schooly. No, no, no. Exactly. That's why I saw EJ it. Johnson goes there. I don't know if he graduated already. Yes, but EJ. Yeah. His fashion game is on point. Him and his Girl. sisters. His sister is bomb.com. I love her. Alisa is her fashion game. I didn't even know who she was until Baby. I watched that reality show. Amazing. Her fashion game is everything. Mm-hmm. Well, now I know who your little, you know, inspirations are. That's Tony Braxton outfit, though. Let's Tony talk Braxton, about that. girl. You had like uh, a chain mail. My, and see, a lot of people, like Tony Braxton, and then also for me, Little Kim. See, I thought it was Little Kim. Of course. No, you know what outfit I'm talking about? Yes, of course. What, what award? Was that AMAs? It was the AMAs, yeah. Okay, so I thought it was, we actually said Little Kim yeah. on the red carpet, but then you posted Tony Braxton. Because me and my stylist, we both were half and half. So she was oh, off on, okay. t- on Tony, and I was off on Little Kim. And she actually was mad that I did my uh, fur and my glasses on the carpet. I'm like, honey. It was so That's Lil what Kim. gave the look of God. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have the kids think I was just doing some old knockoff. <laughs> no, mommy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I actually love that. I mean, I'm sure some people gave you hell about it. I of thought course. it was hot. But, you know, everybody always thinks somebody's trying to be somebody. And the gag mm-hmm. is we all are being each other. We're all Michael Jackson. I don't know if anybody knows this, but Michael Jackson just put some glittery uh, sparkles on James Brown's glove. Okay. <laughs> Did the same feet, just put some glitter sparkle socks on Stop. it. I know what you did, Michael. <laughs> but he always gave props to James Brown. When James Brown came, he said, yo, this man is what, right. this right. man inspired everything I do, you know? That's hilarious. No, legitimately. Lord, we're going to have the AKs calling up here. Oh my gosh, girl. They're literally in my mentions probably right now, <laughs> ripping me to a shred, dragging me. I ain't had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Girl, no shade on this end. I mean, I am a Delta, so I, I do. Re- I do represent. I ain't gonna say no shade on this end, but this uh, no shade I'm a because Delta. I want everybody to understand who that right. came from. <laughs> Hilarious. Look, AKAs, I have no problems with you all. Yeah, this is from when I was a child, and it was one specific AKA. She's probably not even a part of you all anymore. <laughs> so it's not really you guys. Oh my gosh, that is funny. Okay, so who's your dream collaboration? My dream collaboration is Chris Brown, for sure. See, I would have thought y'all would have worked together by now. I mean, I it's, know. it's so obvious. It's so like, duh, y'all should have worked together. I know, I know. I really do want to do something like like that Michael Jackson scream video with Janet type yes. thing. Like, I really want to do some dance off type stuff with him. Yeah. Like, and just, you know, give it to the kids. Like, just some real fresh shit. Like, I have to think about what it would be, but like, I feel like he'd be down. Oh. So what are y'all, y'all working on? See, I would think that would have already happened too. I know. Now. I should have thrown Drake up in that smash, Mary kill. He get married. Yes, Drake is married material. Drake is definitely marriage material. He wants to marry everybody, though, doesn't he? That's the only issue. Everybody. He can meet the clerk He's at McDonald's Libra. and think that she is the bomb and make everybody want to marry her. Literally. Now, that I do love. I do love that he praises the women Oh, that he will with. praise a woman. Honey. I love that. And they always got a thickness to him. I love that, He does. Do you remember when, <laughs> when they were like, oh, it. he's dating Taylor? He was like, that's not really my type. She's too skinny. 
I mean, I'm mad he, at he you. Likes baby. A, he likes a thick. He do. He said, mm. what he say? Uh, I like I like my girls. BBW. Yes. Mm. Yes. Call me Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, I think that the you and Chris Brown thing is pretty obvious. Y'all should go ahead and do that. And yeah, definitely him. Definitely Drake. And definitely, like, if on the girl tip, um, Kaylani definitely would love to do something mm-hmm. with her. Dej, I already did something with Dej. Did that already. Um, Did something with my girl. Um, Forgot me. Forgot. Yeah, I did something yeah. with Dreezy. Chance, Chance the rapper, adore him, so love cute. him, so smart, so cool. Like that kick, bring me all a piece of that. Kit now we all want. Kit. I don't even eat Kit Kats. Now I, mean, I want a Kit Kat. I'm just trying to figure out how he thought to do that and what made yeah. him pick Kit Kat because you know he came up with that treatment himself. Oh wow, honey, he wrote the song and came up with the treatment and pitched it to them. You know, are you kidding me? Marketing people are so lazy. That's the type of stuff Usually. that makes me be like, uh, I'm in love with you. I love that. I love brains. He's so cute. I mean, he has a baby mama and all, but he's he's definitely marriage material. He does. He has he's marriage material though. If, if we're gonna talk about that, um, yeah. Do you still have to audition? Um, I do audition. Audition. Then it depends. Some roles I'm offered, and then some roles I audition for. Huh. I've had a few people that claim they don't have to audition anymore, and I'm like, mm, you sure about that? I mean, I. Not I mean, you. I'm, I'm saying I've, they. Them. I've heard of like. You know, people that you would never imagine auditioning, auditioning. That's true, too. So for me, I don't really, I mean, for some people, maybe not, you know, but again, I just, it's half and half for me. Just because, I mean, I reached a certain point in my career where people will just offer stuff to me, mm-hmm. but just because they will doesn't mean that they do. That they do. And a lot of times people don't understand, like with SAG after rules, mm-hmm. they they have to audition people. So it's like they have to because they want other people to get opportunities. If it was just easy to throw your favorite stars in every movie, it seems that way with that. sometimes with certain people. Sometimes, like when you, when you see Will Packer, you'd be like, okay, we so already know. People from Think Like a Man, yeah. got it. Yeah. Same, <laughs> but, same cast. But you know, some people, like sometimes it's not. It, it, you know, they do have to do, like, I'll tell you a situation with this movie I did, Joyful Noise. Uh-huh. The role that I played was actually for somebody else. Literally, the part was already given to this person damn near. But because they had already cast it, Queen Latifah off the bat, right. Dolly Parton off the bat, um, and a couple of more people off the bat, they had, oh, Courtney Vans, I think. They mm. had to audition. There, it's SAG rules that you have to not only pick some people in the state in which you're filming, Atlanta, they were filming, but you have to also run auditions for. Oh, I didn't know that. Were, yeah, so I'm like, that role ended up getting. I ended up getting that role because of those SAG rules because that's why they want you to do it. They want you to have auditions so everybody can get an opportunity to get ah. a role that's rightfully there. So people aren't always putting their friends in movies or their daughters and you know cousins and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They try to, to try to stop that stuff. So. You do have to audition, usually. I mean, but, you know, TLC, I didn't have to audition for. Okay. Um, Brotherly Love, I didn't have to audition for. Great movie, by the way. Oh, my gosh. That's one of my favorite movies I've ever done. I mean, I was actually shocked at how deep and how good that movie was. Oh, my gosh. It was thank necessary. You. Thank you so good much. Good job with that. Um, what's your dream role? Dream role? It would be a cross between the Mary J. Blige story, the no. Whitney Houston story, and the Aaliyah story. Wait. Okay, so Mary J. Blige? Tell me that wouldn't be a good story, girl. No, it would absolutely be a good story. And no, I, and I literally thought of it Who's the other day. Who's that? Can do. I, that, you see what I'm saying? I literally thought of this yesterday. I, I was like, Kiki, how come nobody thought about doing Mary? Now's story? the time. Girl, you better call Mary. You better call Mary. She might need a check. Uh uh-uh. uh You know what? I'm just saying. I'm I mean, sometimes, sometimes she might. Damn window, y'all. She I'm might. not messing with her. I love Mary, but she might need. And I literally want the love. Check. Yo, Mary J. Blige. Yo, tell me. If you do that dance in those hills, I will die. Honey, why I seen Mary? (laughs) She is literally getting up. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't. How are your legs going up that? With the hills. I can't. I cannot. Full blown emotion, like. Oh my gosh, I love me some Mary. <laughs> oh my god, these memes are Mary. Like everything cracks me up. The original auntie, she be just Mary is the it. original auntie. Yes, with the hills and the new. She's so New York. I love so it. So no, I think that you could. I mean, I definitely see the Aaliyah situation. Then that and they know they've got to do that over. No shade. I got myself. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. Oh. I forgot that they even did it. So yeah, oh you right, you right. Do it all. And they really have to do it the right way because how are you gonna do it in Leah movie without the music? And that's what Zendaya said. She said, Come "I'm out now. because they don't they don't want us to do she it." So I'm that, out. She left that boat real quick. Yeah, she said, this. "Y'all are sinking." Good night. Oh wow. And who'd you say? You said Oh Whitney Houston. Okay. Hmm. I think about that one. Whitney Houston, early early years. Hmm. 
I mean, they just did it. How do? What did you feel about that? I felt like it was Whitney her later years. Yeah. I felt like it was mostly about her and Bobby. So you're saying before, like when she was just in the church singing, like that. Up that until Whitney. when she was in church singing, you know, like you know her development years when she was with, um, you know, in the beginning of her with Clive Davis. Yeah. How he, yeah. How he, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Groomed her. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all of that. Hmm. And every and a lot of stuff like that. I can see it. That that wasn't touched on in that movie. That's true. That's Shout out to Angela Bassett. She did a great directing job. Um, people think that you and Angela Bassett are related for real. They li- literally, people <laughs> tell me, I feel like everything I do, literally people would be like, Angela Bassett, it doesn't even matter. Like Because y'all look identical. It's so crazy. If, and if me and her said, do think we look alike. She definitely, we, we both are, like agree that we look alike. Yeah, that's hilarious. I love her, by the way. I met her. She's very, very sweet. Isn't very she? So, sweet. She's probably one of the quiet nicest too. people. Isn't she? Extremely quiet. Very actor. Very like. She's so like sweet and quiet. She does her thing. She's like, how you doing? The total opposite of who you see in the movies is Angela Bassett. I know. I so know. weird. Who's your dream celeb bestie? I have mine. Who's yours? This should be so easy for you. I feel like you have like 50 million people that you run into all the time. My dream celeb bestie? Yeah. We know you have a real life bestie. She's always on Snap. I know. I'm trying to think about the real life bestie. Oh my! I mean, the uh, who would I who would I, who who do I think has the characteristics that? I'm trying to think of like young female celebrity. I'm like, who? Oh my gosh! This should not be this hard for you. I, I can't. don't know why it's so hard for me to think about it. Oh my gosh! We'll come back to it. I know. I'm like, what? I'm like, who would it be? Huh. You didn't even give me no names and no folks. I shouldn't have to. You should who, have some who's besties. Who, who's yours? Okay, so I have a few. Okay, I'm ready for this. All right, Beyonce, obviously. Yeah, yeah. She's a Virgo. Virgo's But I didn't want to go so typical. But it's not typical. There's reasons why. She's a Virgo. I'm a Taurus. It's best match. It's true. I'm a Virgo. That's why we click. I know everything. There we go. I know everything about her. Like, it's already there. Yeah. Um, I sometimes say Tyra Banks, but the issue with that is that she talks about herself a lot. A lot. But I think that she would be that bestie to give you everything you need and want. I really do. Yeah, she to me seems like somebody that loves very hard. I know, and I love that. Mm-hmm, I love I that. need that. I like that. He's brave. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Oprah. Yeah, but you're, I'm always going to say Oprah, girl, because Oprah's like <laughs> my mother's age. That could be your bestie. Your mom's not your bestie? She's shading your mom. She's shading your mom. Just like Oprah, I'm thinking about bestie. I'm thinking about who I want to go drink with. That too. I mean, <laughs> so I was like, not Oprah. <sighs> Um, I'm gonna have to think about that. It's hard. It's it not is. as easy as you tried to make it. I, don't I know. know why I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. Um, it is hard. You know, I like Miley Cyrus. I don't know if I could drink with her. She seems like she would be a blast. I feel like she'd be like passed out drunk. She's that girl. No, like you gotta carry you her to the car. And it's like get, girl. Now I have to go find her ill. ass and get drunk with her. And see like what ill. She's a fun ass man though, and I don't know how that happened. I'm done with he you. He is fine. So I would be her bestie just to be like, he is, does he have friends, brothers, something? Do have he brother. does have a brother. He does. He's <laughs> married, like though. He, the He's brother's married? married? Uh, Chris is married. Damn, when that They happened. have another brother, though. Is he looking like this? Yes, he does. <laughs> Your parents need to make yes. a whole farm of them. Yes. The Hemsworth yes. farm. Mm. Of just all them fine brothers. So I would befriend her just to be like around the family, like, girl, I hate you. Up. I hate you. <laughs> so that's that. Um... What's the something somebody asked me is that they were saying that you tend to like talk about what you do for others a lot and all that. What do you do for yourself? Like, what's the biggest splurge you've done for you? I'm really, I'm gonna be honest. See, with I you. knew you were gonna say this. No, give me a splurge. That vacation. Are you serious? I know that. You know why? Because really, and this is the real gag. I invest all my money into my career. I don't really have that. I don't really be putting that much money towards having fun and that's probably a bad thing I should do more of that I really don't because I really just you know my money goes towards taking care of my family and then you know investing more into my career it's really a bad habit it's actually not a good thing no it's it's good to a point but it's like why are we working so hard you know no you're right and it's so bad like it really is bad it's just I I I I, from the time I was a kid you know I just worked I I never did any type of anything like even when I went on you know, vacations when I was a kid, I was on Nickelodeon cruises. So I would like have to take pictures all day and night, you know, because it was really more so like I was SpongeBob, except I didn't have a suit. <laughs> Everybody wants to take a picture. Yeah. Right. It's like we have a Nickelodeon actual talent on a Nickelodeon <laughs> cruise. So it was like, gotcha. Yeah. You know, it was this, you know, so after that actually left a big bad taste in my mouth about cruise ships and stuff too. So I, I was just like, hell no. Where's my cousin? 
I hate cruises. I hate them, bro. I will, it's like, don't leave me here. My cousin is obsessed with cruises. Mm-mm. When I tell you, we fight hate about him. this. I hate. Hate him. Like, why do I want to be stuck with all y'all? My severe distaste for cruises makes me hate people who hate cruises, who like cruises. <laughs> and I just hate them. It's so bad. I've been on three, both internationally and here. And those sound like beautiful cruises, too. International. No. No. It's too much. It's too much. It's, it's too always much. somebody beeping over the thing. Beep. Time for shuffleboard. In the, on it's the deck. Much. Shut up. I'm it's here for much. a vacation. It's literally too much. It's everybody and they're drunk. Like, and they're like, we're, we're stepping out to Puerto Vallarta from two to three. To th- you got you got five hours. Get it. And it's you like, only got what? five seconds. They be like, we're going out there for two it to two thirty. We'll be leaving the dock at two thirty. We're going out at two. You ain't got no time. <laughs> have fun. Okay. All right. So we have a see. You really should be my little sister. Like we I have know. so much in common. Yes. Okay. Here's my last question. Tell me what you think. We, your fans, and just people in in general. What should we know about? Kiki, like, what do we need to know that you have not told us flat out, or that we may not understand? I don't know if it's that I haven't never said it, but I think it really is the sometimes the celebrity thing or the fame thing because I've been in industry for so long, and you know, people have a certain perception. It's very hard to penetrate that, you know, with something else. People have a certain idea; they have a certain idea. But I really just will hope for people to know that I'm really it's a, I'm a regular person with an extraordinary job, and it's really not that deep to me. Like you see me tweeting my fans back because I see them as people. Mm-hmm. You know, you see me talking, and you see me being normal. You see me quote-unquote clapping back because I'm a real person. I don't feel like just because I'm on television I have to hold myself to the standard you think that I should. I don't think I'm above anybody. I don't feel like there's anybody that that doesn't deserve my conversation if I feel like there's something I have to say out of it. Mm. And I just really want for people to really stop believing and buying into that, that because you're famous, why would you pay attention to me? Or because you're famous, you know, all these different things that just aren't true. Like, I'm really so sick of, of the fame thing. Mm. I'm really sick of that. I'm really sick of what it means. I'm I'm tired of people believing in it. So you should redefine that. I think that's what you're doing. But that's what I'm trying to do. Redefine it. Oh wait, I do have one last question. I totally forgot about this. My obsession with True Jackson VP was very Woo! real. Very real. Okay, I love it. I love like I was too grown to be watching it, but let me tell you why I liked it. Because so who laughing happy. back there? Right, who's, who laughing? <laughs> who is kicking in? Okay, so this is why I liked it. Because it showed a teen, a black teen girl being a businesswoman, one, and being a fashion designer. I'm very big on showing young black, that's why I call this young black and fabulous, showing young teens and young kids exposing them to more things. You're a pioneer. You can't, you can't make people, you can't tell people, go do great, go do, if they don't even know what great means, if they don't even know what they're going for, that show exposed them to something. When else would you have seen a black teen designer on television being a business owner? And you have to check people and you have to approve sketches. And I was like, this is so cute and fun. Now a team can see how to run a business from the inside. They can't go to the Met Ball, but they can see Kiki on TV do the Met Ball, quote unquote, you know? Thank you. I've been very blessed throughout my career. Uh, you know, and with my, you know, of course, my mom's guidance, been able to pick roles that continue to perpetuate that reality for young people. That was literally her point from the time that I did Akilah and the Bee. I remember after Akilah and the Bee, I was offered a movie called Half Nelson that actually got nominated. I think Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy I think Ryan Gosling may have either got nominated for an Oscar okay. or won an Oscar from that. But it was about a little girl who was selling drugs to her teacher. And my mom was just like, I don't know if you can go, I don't know if I want you to go from a movie like Keelan the Beat to go into a movie like this and, and giving this kind of message, especially so early and so young in your career. Mm-hmm. I want to be sure of what your brand will represent. And so we made sure that, you know, through all my characters and all my roles, you know, that there was somebody that was, even if they, you know, like Nikki from Medea that started off rough, mm-hmm. they redeemed themselves. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, would it, you know I mean, even with my character, I did a movie called The Wool Cap. That young woman went from, I, you know, I had a crackhead mama too. You know, I, I realized that I don't have to be representative of where I came from. And I don't have to be sad or judge my mother from that, but I can move on past that. And so it really created a narrative in my mind to be an overachiever as well, which is why mm-hmm. I am. Like she really carved, my mom really carved that out for me, not only through what she told me, how she encouraged me to live, but the parts that she allowed me to play. Well, Raven's rebooting That's So Raven, so Honey, please get on rebooting that if show. they don't let me guest star on there for <laughs> I know, I love that show too. Look, the whole season. (laughs) So you want to be on the show, girl. (laughs) I love it. So just to wrap, tell me, 
tell me just the meaning behind your EP. Tell me what, because it feels like you've kind of just wrapped it all up for us in this whole entire interview. But give me just like, if I didn't know what the EP was, if I didn't know you, how would you how would you spill it to me? Well, this EP definitely represents the brand behind, you know, Kiki Palmer, what people, you know, have, you know, come to know about me in these 14 years of my being in the industry. And the title of it, Lauren represents mm-hmm. the person that was the foundation of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I named it that, because I really wanted people to understand what the personality was that went behind creating all what they've seen. Because people only know me mostly from, you know, interviews or my acting. And, you know, maybe I've heard some of my music in the past that articulated who I was somewhat during that time, but not even in the best way at that point. So it's like now it's like I really know how to say and really know how to articulate who I am in this world at this moment. And... I wanted to be able to represent all the things that I couldn't in the past while still introducing who I am now. Mm, perfect. So the EP, no it is. The EP is available on all digital platforms right now. The book is available January 31st? Yes, January right? 31st, but pre-orders are available too. Pre-orders now. available now um, everywhere. And you're working on your studio album. Yes, we're going to a studio album. Pimp coming out 2017. And make sure y'all tune in to Scream Queens tonight. I mean, love it. <laughs> She's going to be the star of season, what is it, four as well? I season three? You, season three, too? <laughs> Good job on everything. Congrats on everything. You're amazing. Our readers love you. Our listeners love you. I love you. I love you. I love Congrats you on everything. Thanks, girl. You're the Thanks best. for being here. Oh, you're awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. Love you guys so much. And y'all know the deal. Next week, back on and popping. Stay with a hundred mil, big house in the hills, ice cubes on my neck. Stay with the money, yeah, in the back, counting stacks, new bands, I'm buying that. All I see is green.